I'm AC Brown, and you're listening to Is My Aura On Straight, a podcast designed to help you start living from your core instead of your conditioning. Each week, we'll have deep conversations that will help you create a powerful transformation that shifts your perspective in life, love, and business with topics ranging from spiritual self-development, human design, astrology, metaphysics, and everything in between. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? I am your host, AC Brown. I am your psychic channel and voice of truth, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Is My Aura On Straight? I know you all are wondering, AC, where have you been? (laughs) Well, the title of this episode explains a lot, but that's also not just the total because I've been on this healing journey for about three years. Um, The episode is called Healing is Hard and I want to talk about that, but I want to let you all know that I love and appreciate you all for always asking, when's the podcast coming up? When's the podcast coming back? And so what was happening was just to let you know about what's going on in my life. Um, It was challenging to have a podcast that I truly, truly love and adore on the days that I did not really love and adore just anything or just didn't feel good or or it wasn't creative or anything like that. It was sometimes it's really hard to show up. And so I was like, well, how can I still put myself in the podcast, still give you the podcast and love the, I love the podcast. Like, I love it. Like when I first started this podcast, I was doing podcast episodes every single day. Um, I love podcasting. I want to take this podcast to new heights, new levels, all of that. So I was like, okay, I need to start interviewing more people because what I want is my aura on straight to do is to be the premier podcast for interviewing people in the spirituality, wellness, and self-development space, because I want to expose you all to people who I absolutely adore, people who you can get help from, people who you can learn from. And I've been doing interviews with friends, with people who are not friends, who are, who are new in my like sphere and who I like love and adore and who I'm super excited to let you all know about them. And so that's where the podcast is going is um, I will be doing solo episodes, of course, um, like this one is a solo episode, and then I'll be doing interviews. So what you can expect going forward is about two episodes, solo episodes a month from me, about one to two, I would say, and about depending on the month and how the month works out and about two to three interviews with people who I am like giving, well, let me not say stamp of approval because I can't control nobody and what they do in their life. (laughs) Um, But I'm giving them, you know, the is my aura on straight kind of, you know, stamp of approval um, unless they do something that is unsavory, problematic, 
and out of line, then we will address it at that point. But other than that, um, you can expect some really amazing episodes from some really amazing people that I've had some really amazing conversations with. So I can't wait to you all watch if you're looking at this on YouTube or if you're looking at it, I'm listening to it on wherever you do your podcast. So yay for that. So you can expect more episodes, more interviews. I'm not sure if there's going to be breaks per se, because the way that I'm recording um, the episodes and the interviews, it gives me a chance to have breaks. And that's what it wasn't doing before when I was doing a lot of the episodes myself, it wasn't giving me a chance to have breaks. So when I would have like low moments or things that were going on in my life that I just couldn't like come to you all and, you know, talk, um, that's where the breaks come in. So I've fixed that. And so I'm excited about that. So let's jump into this episode. Of course, this episode is called Healing is Hard because this year has been rough. Okay. (laughs) Well, let me, let me give you a preface for a second. I am in a personal year nine. Um, If you know anything about numerology, we have personal years that we're going through. So I'm in a nine cycle. And by the way, if you are listening to this um, and it is, you're listening to it right when it comes out, I have a 2022 personal year planning um, masterclass that is happening. Um, Just look in the description. You'll see all of that information. Um, But if you're listening to this after, you can probably purchase the replay. But in that masterclass, we're going to talk about personal years and we're going to talk about how to plan for your personal year that's coming up in the next year, as well as um, talk about different astrological transits and also how human design plays a big part. Well, that's what's happening. But I say all that to say, with me being in a personal year nine, if you know anything about numerology, the personal year nine is about endings, completion, wrapping up stuff, making sure that you are dealing with things that you might have either missed or kind of pushed to the side um, during the other previous cycles. <laughs> um, and in numerology, your personal year has, it's pretty much an overall theme of what you're going through or what you can expect um, for that year. So being in a personal year nine, um, I was, well, let me backtrack to 2018 because that will, well, 2017. So 2000, well, let's go back. Let's go even further. Let's go to 2016. So in 2016, I was in a really horrible um situationship. Um, it lasted into 2017, but sort of the, um, the narcissistic tendency started showing up. Um, when I actually, and I, I don't think I've ever talked about this. I was pregnant, um, in 2016 and I had a miscarriage. It, it, yes. Super devastating. Um, but it was for the best trust and believe, um, because that person was not, um, someone who I would ever want to even be in the same energy with ever again, let alone like co-parent with. Um, so, you know, I like to say that spirit knows what he's doing. Um, even though it was very challenging and very hard for me. So having that and 
I went, I went through a little bit of a depression, um, in 2017, but I really didn't notice it because I was dealing with, um, someone who had, you know, I don't, I'll say this. I don't believe that he was classified as narcissistic, like from a doctor, but if you Google, um, all of the tendencies, everything. So very, very challenging for me. I went through a slight depression, but the depression was more about me being upset at myself that I let myself get in a situation like that. And I got myself out of it because hello, um, survival. Um, many of us, um, we don't have time sometimes to really deal with the things that are actually happening to us because we have to survive. So you have, you sort of like you put your feelings to the side. And so 2017, I was coming out of it. Things were really good business-wise. I was when I had my product-based business, things were really great. I was getting press, things were really happening. And then I had another instance with someone else that kind of took me for a loop. No problem, fine. Come 2018, um, that's when I was like, you know what? I need to really start doing more self-development now. I've always been in self-development, always had coaches, always gone to classes, workshops, whatever to improve myself. I was always in that. And that's been since I was in my 20s. So if there was a, a Tony Robbins thing or some type of thing that I could be a part of, um, Les Brown, whatever, I was like, oh, I have to like find a way and pay for this. <laughs> so I would, or buying books or back then when they would have programs, me and my friends would um, split the programs um, because the programs would be pretty pricey um, and we all couldn't afford them at the time. So we would go in like four of us and buy, um, I'm not going to say who, but you know, you would get like this big binder of CDs or DVDs and like a bunch of stuff to pretty much learn how to, you know, start a business or work on yourself or whatever. So that wasn't uh, a issue for me. But in 2018, I was like, you know, what? I need some more help a little bit. Just, yeah, I needed more help. So I got a coach and my coach was amazing. And I worked with that particular coach, excuse me, um, for all the way up until 2020. Um, so I got a coach at the end of 2018, but I was working with someone else. And then I had another coach, a long-term one and life-changing, amazing. Um, that's my home, home girl to this day, um, life just changing. And so last year, of course, when the Rona happened, um, it was different. Like, it was different. Like I felt different. I felt like things were changing. Of course, in the world, they were changing. I felt not necessarily off. And I definitely wasn't depressed because I know about depression. Um, I, when I was in my twenties and I was really depressed, I was on Zoloft. I was, you know, going to a therapist at the time who was really amazing. His name is Brian. Um, <laughs> I love Brian. Um, Brian gave me so many tools when I was in my twenties and I was on Zoloft. And then I was on this, um, sleep 
drug. It was an old school sleeping pill. I forgot. I remember him telling us it's an old school one. I forgot the name of it, but it was good. Um, I'm not condoning drug usage, um, but it was a good pill because I was having trouble sleeping. And so I'm not, I wasn't unfamiliar with therapy at all, but what I noticed were that I kept on hitting walls um, when I was trying to accomplish things, when I was going forward with stuff, I kept on hitting walls and I was just like, what is going on? And what I did notice too, which I talked to a couple of um, friends in the human design community and people who have been in the, the system longer than I have um, about projectors and hitting walls. And so what I noticed is that I was hitting this wall that I had never experienced before because in my 20s and even in my early 30s, I was able to hustle. When I mean hustle, I'm talking about AC had, you know, if she needed to do something, I'm having two jobs, I'm doing side, like I'm I'm hustling hard. And this is pre-human design. And this is even still with a little bit of human design knowledge as well. I was able to hustle and make things happen. And I noticed that I just couldn't do it anymore. And then I was just like, what's wrong with you? And that became like a big theme, like of me, of course, being tired. Um, that was one of it. I was tired, so I had to take breaks. But mostly it was, what's wrong with you? Why can't you get up and go? Why can't you do things? And my body was just like, eh, eh. Like we need to address these things that you've been ignoring for years. So we're going to make sure that you're aware that this is, you can't like move forward. And so I was just like, okay, this is weird. And so one of my friends um, was telling me about her therapist and she was just like, yeah, my therapist helped me with this. And we did this. And I was just like, Hey, do you mind sending me her email? She was like, absolutely. She was like, um, you know, totally. And so this is also the first time that I've ever had a therapist who was a woman. All my therapists have been men. Um, and I don't know what that was, but I was, I always went to men. Um, I'm not sure why I just was like, Oh, he can help me. And this is my first therapist who was a woman and a black woman. And so game changer. <laughs> so that was just like, I was, it was mind blowing to me. So I contacted the therapist and I remember like having our first session, I'm like, I don't really know why I'm here, but I know I need to be here. And all I can say is that this year and doing what I've been doing in the nine year has been the worst time of my life and also the best time of my life. It is literally, I mean, I have been, like, you know how when you wet a towel or wet a washcloth and you're like, you have to wring it out. That is what this process has been. Like I was, I was wet, a wet washcloth and I've been wringing myself out and getting all of the debris, all of the, like just everything out. And like I said, it's been the absolute worst time and also the best thing for me. Healing is hard. And I don't know 
who sold it as it's going to be amazing or I'm not sure where that kind of stigma of, oh, you just need to heal. You just need to like deal with your traumas and all of that stuff and everything will be fine. Yes, you do need to heal. You do need to deal with your traumas. But at the same time, this shit ain't for the weak. If one thing I know for sure, I'm a, and I, I, I hate to put that on myself, especially as a black woman, but I don't, I don't look like what I've been through <laughs> at all, <laughs> at all. And not saying this year I've, you know, yes, I've been through a lot because I've been addressing things, but the trauma that has come back of this stuff. And I noticed with trauma, I was just like, why couldn't I? And I told my therapist this maybe like a few sessions ago, I was like, why couldn't this come up in my twenties? And she was like, your body wasn't ready to handle it. And I was like, well, I'll be damned. That sucks because it, and she's right. I wouldn't have been able to handle it because I was like, this stuff is a lot of these things that happened to me or that I was suppressing, especially trauma wise um, and abuse were happened in my, you know, early ages between, I would say between eight and 12. Um, Yeah. Between eight, seven, eight, 12. And so it's amazing how the body goes into survival mode. And when you're in your, you don't know you're surviving in your twenties, you're just living life. You have goals and things like that. And then of course, in your thirties, you know, you're starting to like, "Hmm, something might be a little bit wrong, you know, (laughs) like something might be a little bit wrong. Um, And then you get to, you know, you hit that 40 year old mark, which I did. And it's just like, uh, knock, knock, um, who's there? Cause nobody's in here. (laughs) Let's figure it out. And so I was very upset like that. Why do I have to deal with this? I just turned 40. I'm pissed off kind of thing. And she's like, your, your body wasn't able to handle it. This is when you're doing it. And so it's been a real, like I said, it's been probably the worst, but it's also been the best. I love, appreciate, and I honor myself so much because I truly, I'm, I'm going to try not to cry. I didn't think that I was going to make it. Um, And what I mean by that is that there were some really dark moments during this year. And I just didn't think I was going to make it. And not not that I was going to do anything drastic or anything like that. But when I mean make it, I just didn't know if I would come out of this feeling like a whole person or feeling like um crying tears um feeling like I I don't that I was going to have anything left to give um left to give my career left to give what I want to do in life or just let left to give like who I want to be in life. And I, I, there was a point where I just didn't know. I was like really unsure um, to the point where, and, you know, of, you know, just 
removing yourself from the things that you love doing. Um, and as you can see, like I've been doing a lot of filming. I really, truly love making content, creating content. I love talking about astrology, numerology, about human design, about self-development, about spirituality. These are the things that I absolutely love doing. And I didn't know if I was going to find myself um, there anymore um, because a lot of the trauma was hitting really, really hard. And especially the way that me and my guides work with other people, I am so good at doing and helping others like get to the core and fix themselves and the steps and all of those things. And I was just like, well, maybe this is not what I'm supposed to be doing because I'm having such a hard time. And I remember my therapist telling me, she's like, no, you're the perfect person to do what you're doing. You're the perfect person to impact people because you are having a hard time. And because you can, um, you know, relate. And there's so many things that I bring to my work that I didn't realize that all of that trauma, all of the pain, all of the, just the, the stuff that I've, like I said, I, listen, I, I don't look like what I've been through. Just with that, that that makes me who I am in the work that I do. And so I say all that to say is I've made it out and I'm ready to take on the world <laughs> because I went, I've been through the fire and I have come out of this in a, I see myself differently. I see the work that I do differently. I see I, you know, just going back and looking at all of the times where things didn't work out or how come they weren't, um, this wasn't successful or that wasn't successful. It was all for a reason, of course. Um, but being able to pinpoint the origin of the pain, the trauma until how it's showing up presently has been wonderful. It's been amazing. It's been life-changing and it's made me appreciate the work that I do that I want to do more in the world. Um, so I, what I say all that to say is that when you are thinking about healing yourself, um, when you are thinking about going on this journey of self-discovery, um, it's you're not going to get it the first time because what is going on now? I damn sure did not get it in my 20s. I bypass a lot of this, like a lot. And it's because my body wasn't going to be able to handle it. It just wasn't. Um, but now going through it, it's just like, oh, okay. It wasn't, it's not that bad. Um, you know, my therapist will always like, she's like, you are doing amazing. And I'm like, okay, girl, I'm trying today. But she, you know, she's always like, you're doing amazing. Now, granted, I am not, um, well, I don't want to say I'm not nowhere where I want to be. Um, I'm, I'm like 80%. Like I've been, I've been, listen, these last two and a half, three years, I've been doing work. I've been doing the work. Um, and I'm, I mean, doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. 
and doing it well. I represent Queen. She was raised in Brooklyn. Sorry. Um, um, so, yeah, I um, just want to tell you all, if you are feeling like you need to talk to someone and I, I think what I'm trying to say is I was not depressed. I am not depressed when I sought, sought my therapist. What was happening for me as I was hitting walls, hitting walls in my work, hitting walls with my personal life. Um, it wasn't like the depression that I was normally accustomed to. And I wasn't depressed, clinically depressed. Like I didn't need any help. If you do, there's nothing wrong with that. Get the help, take the pills. They work wonders. Um, for somebody who was on Zoloft, you know, back in the day, Zoloft was great for me. Um, but I didn't need any of that this time. I just, I needed to work out my shit though and to really address it. And I did that. So I'm super proud of myself, of course, because it brings, I just bring something different now to my work. Um, and I always, you know, say I can only take people as deep as I've gone and I've, I'm gone to the bottom the bottom of the ocean like it's black there and you can't see anything <laughs> like I've gone there <laughs> so if you're gonna work with me we go into the bottom we go into the to the we can't see anything at the ocean where it's pitch black at um and I've noticed too every level I go everything I address I either attract a client like that or a client has an issue like that. And it's just like, oh, I'm familiar with this now. I can help with this. I know how to do this. And so it's pretty amazing how, especially my guides have just, oh man, what they show me from me doing this has been pretty like amazing. Like, oh, okay, this is all for a reason. Cause trust me, I don't want to, Sometimes, you know, there, I mean, there were times during this year where I would literally be watching TV and I would get triggered by something trauma wise. And I would be like crying. Like I got, I got triggered actually from a movie that I just watched. And I was just like, what the hell? And then I was like, oh, okay. But now it's like easier. Like, oh, this is why you got triggered and blah, blah, blah. And journaling and all of that stuff. So I want to say to people who are watching this or listening to this, um, you don't need to be depressed to work on yourself or to deal with stuff that maybe you've been suppressing. Um, if you are finding yourself hitting a wall um, in your love life, in your career, in your friendships, with your all of that stuff, I want to encourage you to seek a therapist. If it's not therapy that you need, um, then seek a coach who can help you with that, who can, um, and so this is, and, and I want to talk about this since we are here, when we talk about coaching, so I'm not sure where it happened or what, where it transpired, um, over the years, um, cause when I got my life coaching certification in my twenties, it was literally what it was life coaching. And you were helping people with their life. Um, whether that be career business, like it was all encompassing. 
And then somewhere it turned to coaching just being about helping people make money. Um, But what I have realized is that making the money is the byproduct of you having, of course, someone like myself, a spiritual coach, um, someone who is helping you with life. And I beg you not, you don't have to work with me, but before you hire a business coach or someone who's helping you with sales or making money or your offers or things like that, if they are not going to be able to address you and your blocks and help you handle the whys you are not having the results in a certain area, you might want to, you might want to consider just getting a life coach because we think that we're not maybe sometimes true. Yeah. Maybe our offer is not being conveyed, right? Maybe we don't have the funnels in the systems, but I will tell you this from experience and also from me doing my work and helping other people. If I can't address someone's blocks and me and my guides come in and help them on a spiritual and emotional level, then it don't matter. Then that, that money is not going to, it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter. It's going to be short lived temporary success. And I know that because I've hired business coaches and I had short-lived temporary success and then I kept on hitting walls. So I'm not sure where it happened in the coaching industry where people just started doing B2B coaching. But if your coach is not addressing emotional and spiritual things, you're going to have short and temporary lived success. You're going to have a great $100,000 launch or whatever, but it's going to be one time. It might You might get lucky and it might be twice. but the thing that's really going to hit you hard is that you'll be making the money and you'll be hating it. And then you'll be like, why is this? Why do I have all of this money and I don't want to spend it? Or I have fears around it, or I have a scarcity mindset still, all of that. That's because you got to address all of that emotional and spiritual stuff. So I advise you all, if you don't need therapy, which is fine, everybody doesn't need therapy, um, to hire a coach that's going to deal with your life. The money and success will be a byproduct of you dealing with your life. Trust and believe is going to look very, very different. Um, so I want I want to put that out there for real, for real, because it's shiny. It's new. You see people on the Internet making money. You see them doing stuff and you want like, oh, I want to join this program because of this, because of that. If they don't have anything in there about them addressing your life, and they, then you might want to reconsider that program because it's not going to work. It's not. It's not going to. It'll be a temporary fix for something that you need long term help with. You have to get to the root. You got to get to the root um, of these things because they're going to keep on showing up in different forms in different ways. And you're going to be like, why, 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 why? It's because you're not getting to the root. That's it. It's it never fails. So that's just something that I want to put out there. So I would definitely, you know, find someone um, who you want to work with, who you could, 
you know, deal with your life, both on an emotional level and the spiritual level, and your life is going to change. So if that's a therapist, if that's a coach, um, you know, if that's a group kind of thing, do that. But if you're feeling the urge, listen to that urge. Don't be afraid. You don't have to be like in a fetal position crying, um, you know, because you're like, oh my God, you know, I'm depressed. You don't have to be that level. Um, it could be anxiety. It could be a whole lot of things. Um, whatever it is, just know that there is help out there and there are people who are actually equipped to help you. Um, and go with your intuition, um, go with people who it feels good to you, um, and who, you know, you'll feel safe with. So that's all I got. I ain't got no more. Um, but definitely if this resonated with you, you know, shoot me an email. Um, let me know. I hope you're, you know, this helped. Um, I gave you a little insight about what's been going on with me for the year. Um, but you know, I am here and I have made it, honey. <laughs> I need to like get myself a plaque. Like you have addressed childhood trauma. You get a plaque. Um, because like I said, you know, my crying moment, I did not know if I was going to make it. And that wasn't like, that wasn't, um, a bad thing. That was real. I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna make it out of this because some days, some weeks it was hard. It was, it was a lot. Um, but here I am ready to take over the world. I'm going to be in a one personal year. Hello. Um, I'm ready to, change lives, impact millions to show up. Um, and it feels so good this time. Like it feels so good. Like, yeah, like if one person watches this and get like, I've done my job. Like if two people, like I'm good. Um, because I, I know my value. I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. I know, like I, I don't, I don't look like what I've been through people, which is great. Um, and it's just going to keep on getting better and better and better and better because I'm open. I'm willing to do the work. I love, I know I'm in the right place and space. Like I love what I do. I love it. Um, and so, yeah, I want you to love your life too. Now I'm not where I want to be, but I'm on the right road to get there now. And I want you to be on the right road too. So definitely um shoot me an email if this resonates with you um or you know if you are listening to this um definitely shoot me an email share this if you are watching this on youtube definitely leave a comment um and let me know how this affected you or how this you know resonated with you so i want to thank you all for tuning in Make sure you have an amazing day filled with good vibes and great energy. And remember, don't let anybody fuck with you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Is My Aura On Street? This podcast was produced by Callie Green and edited by Adam Ross. If you loved this episode, please make sure you subscribe and leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Also, make sure you're following me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. 
Until next time, bye-bye.